From doing all my 1883 research, I realized one fact that was pretty astonishing, and that is that spin-off Yellowstone is huge. Massive popularity. Way more than the episode that we did like back in season three. The viewership for this thing is crazy. And it's like it exploded since yes. the episode that we've Yes, in season four, it's season four premiere. Drew 14.7 million viewers, beating out Sunday night's primetime NFL game. And uh, from the season three premiere to the season four premiere, its popularity exploded 66%. So so let me float something by you. Yeah. Season one, mm-hmm. okay, reviews. It got me season missed, two, yeah. good ratings. Pretty good reviews. Too. Season three, decent ratings. Then we do our podcast. And suddenly the show's viewership explodes. And if I remember right, our podcast was a favorable review, right? Yeah. I mean, you put it in your So they got the podcast bump. But also it like has solidified Taylor Sheridan as Paramount's writer. He's working on five separate things. So our thank you note is in the mail then. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Taylor Sheridan, we knew this already. He is a maniac and uh, congratulations to him. Well, I mean, he, and is that the end of the podcast? Because like, this is a good show. So, like, what else? Is well, there to well say? yeah. You liked 1883. I liked 1883. Did anybody yeah. not like 1883? Well, there were. I was thinking myself at first that this was going to be an arcane review because the IMDb score for it, although it doesn't have that. Taylor many, Sheridan also did arcane. No, but I thought it was going to be <laughs> as acclaimed as arcane was because. Oh, do you want me to say what the reviews were? Or do you want to give your review first? Well, see, I have a lot of plot stuff to go over. There's two episodes. It's meaty. There's like two hours worth of content. Yeah. But uh, yeah, go ahead and tell me what, what the reviews are saying. So the IMDb score like had around 1,600 reviews, um, but That's pretty good. 9.1 on IMDb. Not and so then fast. I went to Yahoo and it said that bigger is better in 1883 because this oh, show is great. I think it's unfair to mention Yellowstone as being like the prerequisite to this show. This show stands on its own as its own special thing. It aired right after, I think, the mid-season finale of Yeah, I mean, it's great to have the most popular show on television to preface your show, like Mm -hmm. saying, oh, this was led by the same person and it's actually connected. But this doesn't have to be. This isn't even as connected as, say, Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Doesn't it follow the Dudden family, though? It (laughs) You can draw the connection, but because this story takes place over a hundred and some years beforehand in the past 1883 yeah no but i i don't know if yeah i guess it does take place modern day yellowstone does right yeah it it just the the entire storyline is like a red dead redemption game yeah and um and people were like it's not godless it's not a ripoff of godless in any way which I, i was almost surprised in i was expecting more a slow moving expansive shot there's the word we love so much because of (laughs) of how many or how many expansive shots people use nowadays with the drones and everything but it literally played out almost like a video game i was thoroughly invested in the world that it made and i didn't go in there expecting to be as overtaken with this show as i was with yellowstone yellowstone was a great is a great series. It's got interesting plot. Did points, you watch another episode after the one you watched? No, I couldn't even tell you like which episode we did. I don't remember that specifically. I season just remember some of the four. episodes. Season three, episode four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sh- thing with this though is, I am one hundred percent going to watch however many episodes there are. I oh, think okay. it's a mini series. Yeah, like yeah, it's going to be ten episodes. Eighteen eighty three, and right off the bat, it hooks you. So, and it, it's even a spoiler. 
Like the first minute of it is a narration of Elsa who looks so much at the beginning like Florence Pugh. I thought it was her. <laughs> little drummer girl. Yeah, right. You know? yeah. And so I had to look it up and I was like, oh, is she in this? No, it's Isabel like, May. No, it's Isabel May who is from Alexa and Katie and Young Sheldon. Mm-hmm. Both shows we haven't done for this podcast. <laughs> but she does a wonderful job. She is the main character of the show. She's doing narration and in the first scene... Her wagon's on fire. She's on the ground. It looks like everybody around her has been suffering from a Native American attack. And she is held up at gunpoint. Sorry, bow point. Mm-hmm. She pulls out a gun. And they kind of have a face-off. And he's like, I'm going to sell you. And she's like, "Like hell you are. And they both shoot at the same time. And she gets shish kebobbed right through the belly. So she actually is shot by the arrow. But she pulls off like the maverick standing up. Like, women don't scorn a woman. What was that? Um, Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. I know that's supposed to be for, like, romance and stuff. But this was her moment to kind of, like, avenge everyone in her party who was dead all around her. And stand up and just start shooting all these Indians on their horses. And it was, like, cut to beginning of the show. (laughs) And so we already know she's, like, gonna die or be very injured. That thing looked like it went through her spine, but she stood up. So clearly she's Mm -hmm. alive. But... It's very sad because that's a tragedy that happens right off the bat. Then we see Sam Elliott, and he is in a home that is filled with, I think his daughter is dead with smallpox. His wife is dead with smallpox. He burns the whole thing down, and then he's about to shoot himself. And it's just like sad, 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 (laughs) punch, punch, punch. And then, like, the adventure starts. And then you get introduced. the The adventure starts because you're introduced to not only James Dutton, who is a badass farmer dude who also used to be a Confederate captain who has his own story, but then freaking in episode two, apparently the person he conceded to once his like Confederate army died, the Union captain, was Tom Hanks. Yeah, do you want to so, know how they got so, Tom Hanks for that? But it was like, it took me like, uh, not a minute, but like 30 seconds, and he's only in there for like, I don't know, a minute or so to kind of... Uh, so far, yeah. I'm sure he might be in there later. He doesn't on. say a word, right? Not in the no. I, wait, does he say a word? I feel like he does comfort him, or he's no. He says, "I know." I think. Oh, okay. In Tom Hanks' voice, in his like, in his like yelling voice, almost. I mean, it would take you a second. There are some famous people who show up. You have right. Tom Hanks. You have Billy Bob Thornton. And I'm sure there are more there, that there, I just didn't recognize. Will, well, there will be more at this point. Uh, the Tim, casting's on point. The writing's on point. The story's on point. It reminds me so much of Red Dead, though, where these characters are so likable in a way, but also very flawed and cynical because they don't care about who's dying. And that's something that's much different than Yellowstone because in Yellowstone, you get violence and people, gunfights and such. And I remember there was like something where like a gang or it was like settling on Yellowstone and Baker Bang, and then they had to like scare them off. This thing, you get someone pickpocket someone, they shoot them in the butt, the town nooses them in front of everybody, then a gunfight breaks out, and they just, and most people just (laughs) walk around like, what the hell is going on? Then they go about their job. Yeah, well, okay, let's take a step back. Uh, So at the very beginning of this year, Taylor Sheridan was very busy. He was going to be making mayor of Kingstown. Mm -hmm. He had been floating 1883 by for like three or four years. It was an idea he had. But beyond an initial premise, he didn't really know where the show was going to go. That being said, he's about to shoot mayor of Kingstown. Paramount comes to him and says, look, 
we can make we can give you like 1883 we want you to make it but you have to make it this year he's like no no no, no i can't make it i can make it make it maybe in february next year there's no way i'm gonna be able to make this show this year 2021 they're like no listen you're making the show this year in fact i i didn't read anything on this but i think that if he wasn't going to be able to make the show this year that he probably wasn't going to be able to make the show anyways. I doubt it. Given the numbers you're talking about with Yellowstone, they probably would have come back the next year being like, money talks. Well, so when he's making Mayor of Kingstown, he gets a audition tape from Isabel May for Mayor of Kingstown. They aren't able to bring her into the show, but he didn't have a main character and didn't really know where the show was going to go, 1883, at all. But the second that he saw Isabel May's audition tape, he's like, okay, this is the person that we're going to follow. She's going there, to be the main there character. There are so many forced female leads these days that they right. try to, like, make into a role model. This is not that. This is like she is the lead of the show. She deserves to be, even though James Dutton could technically be, like, the Ned Stark of the show. Right. Like, he's the hero in a way. She's the one who has the narrative and she, the, even... The second episode's title, you don't even find out what it really means until the very end when Behind she's cliff, talking. Right? Yeah, it's actually, she she every once in a while goes off on her like own diary, even though she doesn't have a diary, and kind of just explains what's happening. And, uh, and I'll just read what her last like paragraph quote is. What began as a journey had become a retreat into the unknown. We were backing into the abyss so worried our sins would follow us, we didn't bother watching where we walked. And behind us, a cliff. And the symbolism there is that, like, there's some shit that's happened so far. Some people have died because basically a bunch of bandits just keep on crashing the immigrants' place. And and there's this character whose name was Claire. She's the aunt of uh, Elsa and also James Dutton is Elsa's father, right? Mm, yeah. So they're a whole family and he's got his wife and then his son, John, right? So yeah. there were a total of six of them, Claire, Margaret, John, Elsa, James, and Claire. Wait, no, and, and Claire's daughter, right? Okay, yeah. Okay, so Claire is just an evil aunt. Like, she's not afraid to hit uh, Elsa and talk about how unladylike she is. And her daughter is, like, she's recently antagonist. lost her husband. She's sort of an antagonist, right? And so, like, for the first two episodes, she's kind of just the ninny, like, the sorry, the... The nag, the people, the person that people like love to hate, you know. Yeah. So, um, but she's traveling with them, and her daughter is not much better. Like she's also kind of prissy and annoying. And so when they go off to like fetch some ox or whatever, then Claire is left with Margaret and John and her daughter with the immigrants, and that's when the German immigrants, and that's when this cowboy group shows up. And they, they're trying to get some water, but they're also kind of being insulting and, and clearly, like, starting something. But then she just starts, like, throwing rocks at them. Like, in a really... Being like, get out of here! We don't want your kind! Like, that type of <laughs> yeah. thing. And they pull out their rifles, and that's when all the immigrants jump in, and they take down a lot of the cowboys. But then they jump back on their horses, they turn around, they come back with their guns, and they mow down a bunch of people. One of which we think is going to be John the kid, the little kid, but it ends up being Claire's daughter. So now Claire's lost... Her husband and her daughter, and she's really sad. And then, <laughs> like, I guess there was a time where I was like, well, maybe there'll be a redeeming factor for her later on in the series. But no, what really happens here is that she talks about how um, when James comes back, uh, that, that that was her, like, seventh daughter. 
that she's had yeah. and all of them. And it kind of explains why she's been such a bitter bitch this entire time for the whole TV show. And then she just kills herself. And everybody kind of just allows her to do it. Even her sister is like away and she's like, you let her go. And then James Dutton turns around like he's going to go stop her. And then instead he just goes and buries her grave. Jeez, I, it, it, it was it was sad. Like there's such an emotional hit that's kind of like the actual characters that you're watching don't even seem to care too much. But like if you think about it for a while, they have to act that way because they're in such a tough living circumstance. I mean, yeah, th- that's the strange thing about it because I've heard things compare this strangely enough to the Oregon Trail game on the computer. One thousand percent, people are drinking water when they shouldn't, when they should be boiling it. We've seen smallpox, dysentery, cholera, like you name it. They're talking. This is literally when they say the Wild West, and then you watch something and it kind of has like a Gunsmoke era. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. It's super violent, and you literally would be happy to survive a day. Is there any good thing that happens in this show? Like, is there any type of like light at the yeah, end of the tunnel? Yeah, like it's it's surprisingly positive in a way huh? because <laughs> because it's like there is the Oregon Trail. When you play the Oregon Trail, or when you play a Red Dead game, like it's it's still so much fun. You know, you're doing these action and and Elsa's character is such a bright person. Um, like she's a rebel, she's unladylike, but also at the same time, um, she's not like an Arya character who's like ashamed or doesn't want to be a lady. She's just like I'm also a badass. So, so that's your favorite character then? Uh, man, they're all really good characters so far. Sam Elliott just seems at home in his role. He's got a critical claim for it. Like, yeah, every single year. Like, but, <laughs> but, like, yeah, he just seems like that is who he is. Um, and the backstory so far that have been introduced, like, usually those can be a little, they can drag on. But, like, the fact that James Dutton was a confederate, you wouldn't think that that would be the person you're rooting for who's, who's able to, like, because we inter- we're introduced to a bunch of bandits trying to rob his, rob his wagon, and then he takes them all out one by one. And Sam Elliott, who's supposed to be, like, a law guy, looking out from with Thomas really far in the back, this is after the Civil War, and kind of not doing anything about it because they're just like, eh, if he dies, he dies. And... I, I don't know. I feel like some of the godless cast did make their way over. Like, there are two brothers there that look oddly reminiscent to some of the godless people. But I remember in Godless, there was an immigrant group that got ambushed by, um, uh, what's his face? The bad guy from Godless? Uh, Jeff Daniels. Yeah, Jeff Daniels' crew. Um, and so it, that was just a normal thing that a bunch of immigrants would make their way there. And these guys just don't, they don't have guns. They don't know how to swim. They brought ox instead of horses. They brought too much luggage and they don't know the difference between poison ivy and a rattlesnake. Like, so, oh, and some of them had smallpox, so they had to go. So I just love how intricate the money, like the, the, in the first episode, you saw pictures of the, or what the money looked like. Um, it was surprisingly educational, is what I'm trying so to say. Saying, yeah. Like, you could so watch this in a classroom, and if it wasn't as violent, I don't know how true to history it is, but it did seem to reference in the second episode a battle that ha- occurred. And then they did talk about General Lee and uh, General Grant, or whatever, when they, when and how she was born 18 years later. That's why it is 1883, from when... Um, well, I think, yeah, I think that the battle you're talking about is, like, a famous picture. Behind uh, the Dunker Church, the Battle of Ant anti-tan yeah i think that there's a there's a famous picture that depicts it and uh although the dudden family isn't real people like tom hanks character and billy bob thorne's character and although it's not based on true story they're real characters billy bob so thorne's they, character so they had to go commit revenge on these people who had attacked the immigrants right yeah and so 
they go back to town at Fort Worth and they're like, let's talk to the marshal. The marshal immediately deputizes James Dutton's character so that he can, that he can technically have a gun and people won't lynch him mm. as soon as he kills someone. They walk into the brothel or whatever where people are playing poker and everything. They have one of the immigrants point out like who had uh, uh, attacked them and it was like this guy named Clyde Barker's crew or whatever. Yeah. And uh, Billy Bob Thornton stands up and he's like, I'm the only killer here. And he shoots every single one of the gang and he's the marshal so they can't do shit about it. <laughs> It's like Westworld. It feels like Westworld, yes. at least that scene. Yes, but better than Westworld because Westworld was confined to the town setting and then it was confined to Dolores' farm. Well, this felt like it was an open world game. So yeah. again, like well, Red Dead. There's Yeah, there, there, there's a reason for that. Um, it's already been renewed for season two in production, but season one isn't even finished being shot yet. Uh, it, they moved locations from Texas, where they shot a lot of the desert scenes, to where they've gone to Montana now, where apparently... Snow? We yeah, gotta get some snow in there? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. It's going to be cold, and uh, apparently, though, the shooting days have been hell. And the, the cast has not been afraid to talk about that. They're like 10-hour days where it's like nothing but cold. 100% that is what I expected to hear. Like, that's just, it feels like one of those shows that goes the extra mile and tries to make it look real. Even the train scene, we're not introduced in a narrative, like in a linear plot, so we don't know that James Dutton is who his family is. We just know that we're meeting them. So for the longest time, and events are out of order, so we've already seen Elsa get shot and everything, and so like her family. Oh, might so be it's dead. not so it's like Quentin Tarantino in that way, where it's like they do different. Yeah, things. but like by the time I realized way too late that James Dutton's family was Elsa and her crew because she was traveling by train right. with her with her aunt and the rest of them, and so like it took me until like the train was almost to the town where I was like, wait a second, that's his family, <laughs> and so like when. I, the journey right now, the second episode did slow down a little bit because it was more about like them trying to um, get more members, kind of like in the Magnificent Seven, where right. they needed more men to be fighters with them mm -hmm. so that they could make that long distance journey. But they do finally get them. So, I mean, everything is accomplishing an end to something. It's just where does it where does it lead? So right now, the mystery is up there. We obviously know that they'll eventually settle in Yellowstone. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would hope so. But with that exception... <laughs> Like, it's open to do anything it wants, and there are just a ton of really cool scenes that I could talk about. So. Well, I know, I know that, um, kind of on top of that, Taylor, well... <laughs> Taylor Sheridan just must have played Red Dead constantly, because well, this literally he feels like show. He based the show off of Lonesome Dove, the TV series. Uh -huh. It's also the famous book. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, I think that that's where he drew most of his. But there are like from. things in Red Dead where like you can go into a brothel and get like a shave, and that's exactly what their character does. Like he goes <laughs> in, he gets a bath, and then he gets his shave. And then there's uh, like you can barge into a, the wrong room, and someone will get mad, right? Yeah. And so like the really drunk guy, like really fat drunk guy, like barges into Elsa's room, and then like goes into her bed, and then like starts to rape her, and that's when like the kid John runs across the hall, and I'm like, this guy is dead and like next second his head is like, so you're like, saying this could be changed from 1883 to red dead redemption and then you would have another second great show like arcane in the, in the sense where it's like it'd be another great video game show yeah but i never thought like the acting would actually meet this this i didn't think a godless thing would be able to be hit that easy like there are some really cool shots especially at the beginning when you see sam elliott's entire house burning down in the background and he's standing there it's like that's got to be 
terrible for your lungs, but it looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Cinematography, yeah. I, also, this isn't the only show that um, there's another spinoff in the works called Six 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 Six. I think I do um, remember reading about that. Yeah, it, but so, the weird thing is, is that some fans are actually getting a little paranoid in terms of like how expansive Yellowstone is trying to be. This sounds like it's completely different from Yellowstone. That's fine. Um, as long as, like, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter to me. Elsa has arm hair too. I just found that funny. Is it a big part of the story? <laughs> I mean, it's a, it takes up a second, but like it was just funny because like obviously women didn't shave as much well, back yeah, then. Yeah, so, so yeah, it was yeah. just funny. I wonder if that if she actually just let it grow for the role, or, or if they had to add arm <laughs> so, hair onto some. You girl. know, surprisingly, I didn't do a lot of research on that. Um, when I when I got to more reviews, um, most of it's been positive. Eighty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I think eighty nine percent for the audience score. But a lot of places also were saying that, like, they felt that the pacing was very off, which you kind of commented on. You said it slowed down in the second episode. And I, I was a little disappointed in, in places like CNN, which, like, final paragraph was saying stuff such as, like, yeah, the show's good. Again, Sam Elliott's got critical claim, But I'm... But, like, you think that in the hands of Taylor Sheridan or the people running this show, it would be something better. And I, it sounds like you kind of disagree with that. So... Yeah, so far I haven't been disappointed with any of the okay. decisions they've made. The characters, every single one of them may seem a little op, though. Like, mm -hmm. the, the good guys. So, it may take a while until you see one of them die. Like, again, Billy Bob Thornton's Marshall guy just go, going in there and just killing off all the bad guys seems so strange. Almost, like, like completely unbelievable. Because you would think that, like, how would people make a living being a bandit if every single time that happens <laughs> every single to them, time they would all just they would be just dead. all be, yeah be dead yeah. well i i know that taylor sheridan said he doesn't care about the reviews he's making it most because he grew up in texas he's making it mostly for the people that live those lives or are living the lives right now so i can say whatever he wants about that yeah i mean um it just feels more again like a tribute to um an action hero game so I, I assume the um, impact of the emotional punch this despite all the action and the tragedy and such it, it was really a relaxing watch i don't know if it's because you know when you're playing red dead and <laughs> you have the music in the background that's kind of just like keeping you calm throughout yeah. everything so yeah, as yeah, long yeah. as it's, it's not like a battle violence, it's just kinda, yeah yeah so that's sort of the theme that you get in the background of the show as you're watching it. It's just like it's just pleasant to watch and and enjoy the moments as they occur. I know Tim McGraw said that he grew up in Louisiana and he rode horses at the very beginning of his life, but then he stopped and he had to learn how to ride horses again. But he wasn't doing it believably enough, so Sheridan gave him more notes on how to make it believable. And the reason why Tom Hanks isn't there is because Tim McGraw called up Tom Hanks once he was reading the second episode and was like, "I wonder if we're just gonna be able to get him in the show." And then Tom Hanks was like, "Yeah, just give me." the time and place and i'll show up so he was only in that one I scene. Th i think he's only going to be in the one scene that's and, that makes uh, me a little sad well it's cool though that he would even do that you know but that's 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 all i have to yeah say. if you blink you miss him though so uh what what would you give the show out of 10 nine nine okay and you said you're going to watch the rest of it do you have anything else that you want to add just that like in the red dead game when you have the horses that you wanted to buy you could actually go to the stable and like choose them and they had that exact type of stable set up in the town so it looked like 100 percent <laughs> like they gridlocked that and they were like okay let's just uh, actually build it now you know he probably did play red dead redemption with the amount the whole cast did. the whole cast did, and they were like i'm gonna be that person and i'm also gonna be a bit, bit of that person well, thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this one. Bye. Bye.